This episode of Pueblo's podcast is presented by... Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors are proud to be independent, just like you. They're owned and operated by lifetime Puebloans, not by any of the giant funeral home chains. This means they only answer to the families they serve, not to outside stockholders. Your independence allows you to select which funeral home you will call at the time of need or when considering a pre-need plan. That same independence allows you to choose a local funeral home where you know your wishes will be followed to the letter. Since 1922, they've worked hard to make a positive difference in the Pueblo community by providing service and care for families of all faiths and ethnic origins. Please call them today. They never use high-pressure sales tactics and will be happy to answer your questions and discuss your options at your convenience at their funeral home or in the privacy of your home. Call Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors today, 719-542-1552. Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors in downtown Pueblo. I'm Dave Moore, and this is Pueblo's Podcast. My guest today is Sherry Baca, who's the Executive Director of the Pueblo City County Library District. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. Hi, Dave. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for uh, taking time to be on Pueblo's Podcast. And so tell me a little bit about your background. Sure. So I've been in Pueblo nearly 30 years now. I came to uh, the community to attend the university, uh, Colorado State University Pueblo. It was USC back then. And I've just really spent my career here working mostly in the nonprofit sector. And now I'm at the library. Well, that's terrific. And uh, were you born and raised in Pueblo, or how did you arrive here? So I grew up in Trinidad, if okay. you know where that's at. Oh, sure. Uh, 80 miles south of here, small town. So I right. didn't go very far from home. But certainly Pueblo has been my home for many years now. Oh, that's terrific. And uh, you've been the executive director at the library for how long? Uh, just over a year. I've been at the library district for close to nine years. So I've had different roles over the years and just really excited about this new stage and this new leadership opportunity. Well, you were um, kind of uh, immersed right into a very important time for the uh, Robert Hogue Rawlings Library, the main library on Abriendo, because they had a nice renovation and, and refresh. Tell me about that uh, renovation and what all went into that. Sure. It was an exciting development and has kicked off a new era for the Pueblo Library District. Uh, in 2018, we started planning what we call a master facility vision plan. And that plan will uh, renovate and refresh all of our libraries within Pueblo County. So Rawlings, wow. Robert Hogue Rawlings Public Library was the first in that series. And we uh, really are proud of the, the progress we've made on that project. And there's seven libraries, right, in the city county? There are eight. However, oh. one is uh, within the YMCA, the local YMCA. Okay. So that's not our building, but seven others that we own. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, so what went into the renovation of uh, the Rawlings Library, the main library? So the Robert Hogue Rawlings Library has been open 21 years now. It's wow. really amazing that it's gone uh, that long. And the building itself is still very beautiful. It's a museum quality building. It's one of the signature buildings in our community. Oh, and absolutely. So, um, what it needed was just a little bit of refresh. Um, we didn't change too much about the structure. We did a little bit of parking lot and um, entry uh, entrance revisions. But for the most part, we refreshed the interior. Okay. And uh, one of the things that uh, that I know that you changed was the it's on the fourth floor, right? 
The fourth floor, yes. So right now, that is a newly um, reinvigorated space. We call it the Riles Grand Event Space. It's a 300-person ballroom, an event area, and we just know with the, the fourth floor vista views, the beautiful finishes on that floor, and the ability for uh, local entities and, and private parties and events and meetings can happen there. So we're really excited to unveil that for the community. And you also said uh, you'll work with a nonprofits who have events too that would uh, uh, use that space. Right. That is the one meeting space in the library district that we do charge a rental fee for. We mm-hmm. did set that pretty economically reasonable, trying to make that affordable for folks. Um, so if there is an entity that's a nonprofit or an educational institution or a government, we will help defray those costs and be a part of the sponsorship of that event. So they just need to contact us at the Rawlings Library and we'll help get that set up. Okay. And the the Rawlings uh, Library uh, refresh and renovation was like, what, $12.5 million? It was a substantial cost to the district. We um, met that cost through a couple of different avenues. $12.5 million was financed through um, certificates of participation, so mm-hmm. um, a lease purchase agreement that helped provide funding. We also used about $2.5 million from library general funds, and then we raised the remaining $2.5 million through private donations and foundation. Uh, support. So we we were creative in our approach and we're able to get that project done. And you have plans for uh, most of the other libraries. In fact, the Barkman Library is uh, closed now and has been since August. Tell me about that uh, renovation. Right. So it is the second library in the series and our master vision plan to uh, renovate and refresh public libraries in, in public County. Um, so the Barkman Library closed in August of last year in 2023. And it's about a 10 uh, month renovation and it's an addition. So we are enlarging that building by 40%. We're adding about 2,700 square feet onto that structure and the interior of the library will be refinished and refreshed. Um, new spaces are coming online, and then the parking lot's getting enlarged and redistributed. So lots of exciting things for Barkman. When it reopens, we're going to be so excited to share that property um, renovation with the public. Oh, yeah, that's a terrific location. My son, actually, when he was in school, uh, volunteered at the library for quite a while. That's so great. You know, uh, a neighborhood library, um, so many folks who live and use that, live in the area and use that library, it's theirs. So we know that they're anticipating, the community is anticipating a reopening, which will happen later this year. Okay. And then uh, next on the list, which library is that? Is that the uh, Patrick A. Lucero Library? The Lucero Library is also scheduled um, to undergo a similar um, um, renovation and addition. So it's about a $4.5 million project, as is Barkman. So we're investing um, those dollars into the renovation and additions of these two libraries. So we... Our budget enabled us to do one project after another. We couldn't do them together. So once Barkman is finished later this summer, early fall, um, Lucero Library is scheduled to undergo a similar um, renovation and addition. Oh, very nice. The thing about the library, a lot of people say, well, I don't go to the library anymore, but they really should because there's all kinds of amazing services. Like if maybe one of your New Year's resolutions is to save a little money and, uh, get rid of those subscriptions, you have 
um, things that people can um, rent, or not rent, but uh, can check out for free at the library, the books and movies. And, and tell me what else is available. Yeah, there's so much offered at the library these days. I think people um, fail to realize how digital we are. There's so many electronic resources available. And in fact, many of our checkouts um, in a substantial way are moving towards the digital side of things. So you can uh, stream movies, you can stream music, you can read uh, uh Ebooks, audiobooks, um, so much is available just with the use of your library card, all at no cost to the uh, library patron. Wow. And how does a person go about getting a library card? I haven't had one for a long time. I probably need to get one. So anybody who lives and works in Pueblo County is um, available, you know, can um, subscribe for a library card. There's a, a website, our, our website, you can click on a link to get a library card. And then beyond that, um, we'll issue you just a temporary card. And once you bring in address verification um, into a branch, they'll give you your physical library card, which you can keep with you. Sure. And what's the uh, website that they need to go to? It's pueblolibrary.org, O-R-G. Very simple, pueblolibrary.org. I like that. And so you also have uh, something that um, I believe is for the Rye, Colorado City area, the telehealth service? We do. We just recently received a grant from the state of Colorado um, to provide telehealth services um, access to telehealth services in the, the Colorado City Rye area. The state recognizes that rural areas in Colorado don't often have adequate access to medical services. Mm. And so the telehealth piece, you know, all of us underwent um, the pandemic and learned how to access things from a remote location. Sure. Telehealth is just a really great opportunity for the Colorado City and Rye communities to um, be able to jump on with um, jump online with or on the telephone with a uh, medical or behavioral health provider. And the um, grant has paid for checkout kits, a kit that somebody with a library card in Colorado City and Rye can check out. It's a seven-day checkout, and they can then use that equipment to um, help with their telehealth appointment. We also plugged into the Mix uh, Health Solutions, so they're one of our partners, and they are providing the telehealth services, whether it's medical or behavioral health. Okay. Yeah, that's a great facility, um, Health Solutions. And so um, what other services um, does the uh, Pueblo City County Library district offer that we may not be aware of. So libraries today are so versatile in what we offer. You mentioned the eight locations that Mm -hmm. we have throughout Pueblo County, including um, one in Colorado City and Rye, and then one out on the the Mesa in uh, Pueblo County, and then also Pueblo West. So so folks can stop into a library. They can use our facilities. Meeting rooms are available at no cost. Um, I mentioned the Riles Room is available for rental at the Robert Hogue Rawlings Public Library. But beyond that, we want people to use our buildings. And the reason we're renovating is because our buildings are well used and worn, you know, it's good that they're worn out in such a way that means that people have come and used library services. And if somebody is not um, coming to the building, then just having a library card allows them to get on our website, check out our online catalog. And then from there, they can query book titles, movies, music, and figure out um, what they want to uh, access digitally. That is amazing. I mean, you know, Back when I was growing up, you went in, you checked out the book, and you brought it back in a week and checked it back in and checked check something else out. Now now you've embraced the streaming and online services. That's just, you're very digital and very up-to-date. 
We do it all. So there are many book lovers out there and they will ask us to never, ever stop having books available. And that's always true. Sure. We will always have a a true book um, that you can hold in your hands and read. But the digital side of things is just picking up in such a way that, you know, reminds me that we're all living in the digital space and that with that comes flexibility and convenience. Um, for example, I have a book that I'm reading right now on my phone, my cell phone. Okay. So, um, you know, it's just, you can have the library with you wherever you go. That, that is amazing. Now getting back to the, uh, the main library on Abriendo, the Rawlings library, when, when you walk into the library, say you haven't been there for a few years, what would you notice, uh, the renovations as you come in on the main floor? What, what's different now? So you'll notice that the parking lot revisions have made the front entrance more accessible. There mm-hmm. is now what we call a mobility plaza. You can you can drive up to the front door and drop off um, with a roundabout right at the front door. It used to be that there was a wall and you had to park a little bit of a distance away from the front okay. entrance. So now it's much more accessible. We know that our uh, our patrons that have physical disabilities or, or barriers to um, to getting to the library, they love the fact that they can drop off. Um, and be picked up at the front door. So it's really much more convenient. That layout is really nice. We have an outdoor amphitheater. And okay. so we look forward to warmer days right. when we can do um, concerts and poetry readings and author visits and things that we can do outdoors um, in that amphitheater, that open outdoor space. When you come into the library, you're going to see some really nice amenities. The library district has um, continued our Pueblo Library Cafe by Gypsy Javas. Mm-hmm. So uh, And it's very good, by the it's way. It's super. So you can come in for your morning <laughs> coffee. Um, and they also serve uh, food and catering options. So uh, if you're doing a meeting in one of our meeting rooms, you can cater it through our, our cafe or just come in and have, you know, your coffee or latte and read a book. Um, and it's the cafe is right at the front entrance by the water feature. So it's just a really nice environment to come and spend time with us. Oh, sure. That's terrific. And over the years, now the uh, Rawlings Library opened in 2003, right? Yes. And how many books have you checked in and out in that amount of time? So since 2003, uh, we keep records every year of what activities are happening. We've checked out over 14 million books, um, movies, devices, things that uh, are relevant to library users. So we're excited about that. Wow, 14 million. And you know, one of the things that we've done recently, we were given a $500,000 grant last year under the the federal government's emergency connectivity fund. We are currently checking out hotspots for wireless um, access. Oh, okay. Um, wi- Wi-Fi enabled laptops and, and tablets. And so those devices actually bring internet and broadband use to someone in their home if they have a library card. So we're excited about that. Over a thousand devices are checked out right now to library patrons. Really? Wow. That's a, it's amazing that you have that many devices to be able to be checked out. That's It's really great. And, you know, that particular program, if for some reason somebody doesn't qualify for a library card, we will find ways to issue a temporary card. The whole idea behind that program is access. So it shouldn't be that somebody has barriers um, to, to reach internet service. Um, so Definitely stop in, talk to a library staffer, and we'll we'll get you know someone connected to to devices and things that could help them um, access other information. Oh sure! During the uh, renovation, you were able to keep 
the staff going and, and they just kind of probably had to move around a little bit. We're going to need to move your desk or something like that, right? Right. So we were very proud with as busy as the Rawlings Library is, we did a four-phase renovation project. So the, the library did not shut down through the throughout the two years. We did juggle things and move things around. And of course, in the newly renovated plan, things like the children's area and the teen area, those are in brand new spaces. So it was well worth the, the time and the effort to just try to juggle the the process. But um, as somebody comes in, they'll see the coffee shop, but they'll also see a big, beautiful, bright new children's area. Mm-hmm. We've got um, museum quality exhibits in there for the kids to climb on and learn from. Um, so many wonderful things. And then, of course, the teens have their own space. We've got new study rooms, new book collections. So we've partnered with the NAACP in Pueblo and also the Ark of Pueblo. They both have sponsored their own book collections at the Rawlings Library. So you can come in and check out books that are relevant to um, topics that are just really important in those areas. So we're really proud of the refresh and the the ability to um, give new life to the Rawlings Library. It's such a beautiful amenity for the public. Oh, it really is. Oh, my gosh. And the architects did an amazing job both outside and inside initially when it was built. And it's just, it's just flows so well. Yeah. You know, just a great story about that. So, um, Anderson Mason Dale, architects out of Denver, worked with Antoine Predock, who was a notable architect, um, Southwestern architect. They, um, designed the building initially and Houston Construction, who is a local construction company, built it. Well, Anderson Mason Dale and Houston came back online for the renovation. So we were so fortunate to have the original, uh, folks that worked on the building to come back and refresh it, which really gave us a lot of strength um, to making sure that the building is is in proper working condition. Oh, sure. That that's so that's great because you don't want to have someone who comes in and why did they do it this way? But they they knew why it was designed this way, why it was built that way, and that that's perfect. Right. And so uh, you're always looking, you're always getting ready for the capital campaign to uh, gear up. Tell tell me a little bit about the capital campaign. Right. So um, the capital campaign that we're about to launch later this year in the next coming months uh, will help us reach the uh, funding requirements that we need for Barkman and Lucero Library renovations. We just feel like it's a a public-private partnership when we undertake these projects because Mm -hmm. we're not only using, um, you know, uh, important district resources, but we're also um, seeking help from folks who really love library services and who are willing to partner with us and make these projects a reality. So the capital campaign is really going to focus in on um, the funding that's needed to finish the the two projects that are already um, started and designed. So Barkman, we're super excited about it in the con- being in the construction phase, and then Lucero will follow shortly after that. So we are definitely asking folks to partner with us and learn how they can give tax-deductible contributions to our foundation, the Pueblo Library Foundation, mm-hmm. um, and help you know be a part of uh, bringing new and improved library services to Pueblo citizens. Okay. When someone is interested in doing that, what's the best way for them to accomplish that? So to- again, I'll direct folks to our website, okay. publolibrary.org. There is a make a donation link, um, finding out information about the capital campaign. And then of course, just dropping into any of our branches, any library staff that, you know, someone comes across, will be able to provide some information. Okay. Gosh, it's just, um, it's so amazing that uh, Pueblo has the amount of the number of libraries that we have and, and that, that now that they're, like you said, they're being so well used that it's time to go through the renovation process. 
we're very excited about that. We know that Pueblo loves its libraries. And um, with that, we, we take it to be a tremendous responsibility to continue providing a good return on taxpayer dollars for funding public library services in Pueblo County. Okay. Are there any other services that we haven't touched on that you, I'm sure, I mean, there's, there's a ton of services, but there are, tell me some of the services that the library provides that you'd like to highlight. So there's so many things happening at the library. I couldn't, um, possibly mention all of them, but I do want folks to know that we're involved in many information and educational spaces. For example, our career online high school program allows anyone, um, any adult in Pueblo County to um, work towards their high school diploma. Okay. And it is a full diploma conferred by the Department of Education at the state of Colorado. So um, there are scholarships available and there are continual um, quarters that are starting for new students. And so you can get your diploma at the library. We also provide um, opportunities for people to get ready for their citizenship testing. So um, English as a second language courses, Spanish classes. Um, and then, you know, if you take a look at our website and you you go through the link for programs, you're going to see so many daily, weekly, monthly programs that are offered at the library for learning, for fun, for gathering in social groups, for all ages from, um, you know, uh, story time for infants all the way through to senior programs, senior citizen programs where they can learn and do um, technology. We have technology training, um, so much to, to offer at the library. If you get your hands on our newsletter, which you can also sign up for at our website, you're going to stay in the know of all the things going on at the library district. Oh, very nice. Can you help people operate a cell phone? That are yes, we sure. can. Wow. Yes, we can. Yeah. So we teach um, technology courses um, and hands-on um, training. We have a technology lab which has drop-in hours. We also have a makerspace lab where makers, you know, tinker with things and they're crafters and they're artistic and, you know, um, a, a space at the Rawlings Library for those kinds of activities. You know, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions and sometimes it's, uh, I need to learn a new language and exercise more and you can help with both of those. We do Tai Chi classes at the Jidon Library. We um, have so much to offer. And so I think if people don't know what the public library is doing these days, they ought to check it out because there's something for everyone. And then we do lots of um, high level uh, activities throughout the year. So in the fall, All Pueblo Reads is a uh, one book project where we ask everyone to read the same book and we bring the author um, to a gala and the author has a chance to um, interact with the community. So oh, just so many very, wonderful things. What a cool idea that is. Yeah, we've been doing that for the last um, 15 years. So All Pueblo Reads is coming up in the fall. So stay tuned for the book. We're now in the stage of choosing the book for this year. Oh, very cool. That is so awesome. Anything that I have not uh, asked you about or anything that uh, I might have missed that you'd like to, to add about the, the terrific library district? Well, I want to thank you for having me today. I'm just so excited to talk about the library and all the things that we're doing. Um, it, it sometimes is a best kept secret, but it's not a secret. We want people to know what we're offering, to use our spaces, so many um, free or low cost options at the library. You really can save money by taking a look at what we offer. And more than anything, we want folks to be proud of the library district and, and what we do here in Pueblo County and know that um, we're committed to continue to do more and more and to get better. And these renovated renovated spaces are going to be such a neat way for us to um, provide library services for the public. Oh, sure. And it's not just about uh, 
younger kids or students, but it's, you mentioned several programs for adults and seniors. That that's it's for everyone. It's all ages. Anyone is welcome at the at the public library. Please come see us. We'd love to have you. That's terrific. Now I do at the end of um, Pueblo's podcast, I uh, ask a couple of personality questions for fun. Super. Okay. Uh, which do you prefer, dog or cat? Well, I have to say cat. Okay. A lot of library uh, workers love cats, but they love dogs too, but I'm a cat person. Okay. All right. <laughs> How about this? Mountains or beach? Can I say both? Sure. I'm from Colorado. <laughs> I love the water, but love the mountains right. too. Right. I'm with you right there. How about this? Your favorite Mexican food dish? Has to be enchiladas. Oh. So many great Red or restaurants. Green. Red or green. 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 There you go. Mm-hmm. And how about this? What comes on your perfect pizza? Veggies. Veggies. Okay. <laughs> Will you do pineapple? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that would go. be great too. All right. Sherry, thank you very much. Uh, Sherry Baca, the Executive Director of the Pueblo City County Library District. Thanks for spending time on Pueblo's podcast. And it's uh, terrific to get to know you more again and to uh, find out all things about uh, the library and the projects that you have in, in store for us. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Keep us up to date. I will. Thank you. That's Pueblo's podcast. I'm Dave Moore. Be proud of what